Hi guys. Hello. Hey, my mic is working. Oh, Holy oh. shit. I see the little meter going. <laughs> <laughs> That's the exact sound it's making. It's wonderful. Um, so anyway, hi guys. Welcome to episode 12 of the Auracast. As always, I am Dragon Bees, joined by my amazing, oh it hurts, uh, co-host, <laughs> Cinder Shots. How are hi. we, Cinder? Um, I'm good. We just listened um, before starting uh, at dogs screaming, so it's a good start. Yeah, Riley, Riley's got a, a very strange interest in things. Let's just say that. Um, <laughs> Riley is an interesting creature. Um, oh. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, the Game Awards happened. So what we're going to do, we're going to just go straight for the intro and get stuck into this. There is a yep. lot to cover, especially announcements-wise, but uh, yes, it is going to be Game Awards, uh, uh, the, the, the aftermath, if you want to call it that. Uh -huh. But uh, let's play the intro, and we'll be back in uno momentos. So, what uh, game awards we had? Um, yeah. Um. Well, the aftermath. Well, we'll talk about that later. But it's just, it was. See what? Okay. Credit to Jeff Keighley, I think his name is. Yep. He and the whole team behind the game awards made it the best they could in the current times and the current oh, the way the world is. And it was in that kind of like mindset. It was such a good show. It, it was, was being good watch. it was being broadcast or or like uh, yeah broadcast from three different locations. Uh, it was being broadcast from the US, the UK, and, and Japan. Um, Japan. Yeah, um, which I didn't know they were actually doing, which is really really cool. Um, the logistics behind that must have been an absolute freaking nightmare. Oh God, yeah, um, I remember Jeff tweeting that like two hours before they started, he'd only just finished the last round of rehearsals. Yeah, yeah, they they were very much yeah. It was it was uh, it was an interesting uh, yeah. It it would have taken a lot of uh, coordination. Let's just say yeah. That. Shout out to the team. It was such a good show. Um, they did it really well. Lots of special guests, which was really cool. Um, Shout out to Swedish Chef. <laughs> I mean, oh, you know, star of the show. Um, uh, so yeah, the other thing is, uh, let let me know what you guys uh, think of the audio and video quality. We have swapped yes. from um, Zoom to Discord for a number of reasons. Um, so hopefully everything is running quite smoothly. From my end, it looks no different, to be quite honest. But you know, for, for my end, it doesn't look different either. But so, if anything does seem different, especially in audio stuff, uh, let us know and we'll fiddle with things. We'll have a bit of a play around with the uh, yeah. settings and stuff. Um, so let's just get stuck into it. Um, the list I've got in front of me of the winners, I think, actually matches up with the last list we used last week. So hopefully, it'll make it a bit easier to get through it all. Um, there, most of it. Really, what I want to do is, if we get to a category where either we were wrong, or um, there's Most some, for me. yeah, it, 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 there was some, yeah, um, <laughs> and any controversy, we're not going to spend much time on like all of them because we did a lot of talking about this last week. It's just, oh my if god, there was, yeah, that took so long. Oh my god, that that podcast went forever. It was good, but holy crap. 
editing that. We're trying to get the normal duration of Oracle. <laughs> <laughs> my lord. It was a great way to come back. Oh, absolutely. But, oh, my God, it was a long one. All right, so uh, we'll just quickly zip through the eSports stuff because it doesn't really resonate with either of us for the most part. Um, so uh, we had eSports team G2 Sports won. Neither of us guessed that, I don't think. Um, I... Trying to find it right. Uh, Who won? Uh, e- 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 esports team. Oh, I got that right because G2 win, didn't they? Oh, G2, yes. Oh, yeah, so you did. So you, that's one to Cinder for anyone who's keeping oh. count. Um, <laughs> esports host was Zyox. I, I got that wrong. Uh, we both got that wrong. Uh, esports game was League of Legends. I got that right. <laughs> uh, so that's two. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, Esports event was League of Legends World Championship. We both got that right. Yep. Uh, esports coach was Zonic. We both got that wrong. Mm-hmm. Esports athlete was Showmaker. We both got that wrong. Yeah. Okay, so that's all the esports out of the way. So that's two to Cinder, one to me. Just before we carry on. No, like, three to Cinder and one to me. Shout out to all the, all the winners of awards and all the nom- nominees in the first place because to get to that point, astounding. So, yeah. I'm going to have uh, certain comments about certain awards, but even still, regardless of what I say, shout out to those that won, because they obviously deserve it. Yeah. So, yeah. Let me just preface anything that we say. This is our personal opinions. It doesn't reflect upon uh, Aura Guardians. It doesn't reflect yeah. upon uh, anybody else, you know. Um, I am a great believer in um, everyone is entitled to their own opinions with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it doesn't make you any less of more of a person. In, you know, it's just what your opinion is in the, at the end of the day. Um, what I want to point out before I go any further that people still, I don't think, are quite understanding with how the game awards work and how they were awarded. Everyone's saying, oh, it's a popularity contest. Only 10% was actually votes from the yes. public. The rest was actually decided by a panel of um, industry people, uh, you know, game developers and 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 content creators and, you know, just uh, media people and everything. So it's not like it was like a popularity contest yeah. at the feel, end of the day feel free to have your own opinions and comments about that i know i do but like at the end of the day that is how it works we we can't change that so it's like it's like the oscars there's no voting at the oscars yeah. so you know like you know um so yeah okay so the first thing uh, uh which I, I have to say is a bit of a shock to me is content uh content creator of the year yeah um neither alana pierce or tim the tatman got it it was won by valkyrie which yeah, I mean, fair play. She she deserves it, I'm sure. Like, she has done a lot, um, and it's a very well-known name. I'm just surprised neither of them won. Yeah, I was a bit shocked. Yeah, that threw me off a bit, but that, you know, that... All right. <laughs> there was a bit by Alana Pierce in the Game Awards, like a little uh, show thing, which is quite entertaining, so quite nice to see. Um, yeah. Next up, we had multiplayer game on the list. I am not happy. Who won again? So Among Us won. That was my vote. So um, uh, so my my biggest gripe with Among Us, and I've heard this from lots of people, um, but it's such a 50-50 split with how people feel about this, is that Among Us came out in 2018, and this just annoys me that this game is getting awards two years later. I know it's in its surge of popularity at the moment, but that's like saying... Minecraft had a resurgence, so let's put that back in. Or, you know, games that uh, continue to be played, uh, you know, like 
okay, Destiny 2. Destiny 2's not in any other category except best ongoing game. You yeah. know, like, so it's a bit of a slap in the face to some other uh, games, but all right. Here's the thing. There, there was a post I saw on Twitter. Um, I think it was something directly from the Game Wars website, because it's in the FAQs somewhere, I think, about um, if games limited to 2020 releases were eligible, if it was more games. Um, and they said something about how all games are eligible, because it all comes down to if the game has made an impact in some capacity in that year relevant to its category. Yeah, so but... even though Yes Among Us came out in 2017, 2018? 2018. Um, it has made an impact this year, so I can also understand it being there. It's it's a weird precedent to set for an awards show, though. Like, mm. given that I'm not, there's not many awards shows that would set that. That's like saying... You know, all right, if they did a 30th anniversary viewing of a movie and it did exceptionally well that year, that it can then get another Oscar. It's just not, it's it not a, weird. it's not a good, from my perspective, it's not a good precedent to set. But if that's what the, the guidelines say or the, the frequently asked questions say on the Game Awards, yeah. well, then who am I to complain? You know, it's there. <laughs> but I, yeah. I, from my opinion, it's a, it's a weird move. It kind of, you know, it's yeah. a bit weird. Um, so yeah, I got that wrong. Uh, Cinder got that right. I'm guessing Danny's counting, obviously, because he's putting numbers <laughs> in the chat. Um, no worries, Alex. Thank you for the lurk. Uh, we appreciate that. Um, hey. Sports games. Tony Hawk One and Two got it. I'm so happy they did. For a second, I was fearing that FIFA would get it. And again, not saying it wouldn't deserve it if it did, because FIFA's still popular now. But I'm so happy to know what Tony got it. That's all I'll say. Cause... It's it's five two now, Danny, because we both got Tony Hawk. I know, but Douglas before he said Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah, four one. So it's five two now. Yeah. Um. Subscribe again. What's that? Subscribe. Okay. Uh. So then, uh, next is uh sim strategy game. Microsoft Flight Simulator got it. <laughs> so that's another one to me and Cinder. Um. Yes. That was a really obvious one, I think. I think that one, you know, it, it's just had far too much of an impact. I mean, an impressive showing. Uh, Side so. note, if my camera just died for a second, uh, I think internet might have just had an issue, but I'm fine now, so it's all good. I, I didn't see anything, but that's okay. But yeah, for anyone watching this post-haste, uh, wrong it, word, but it, you know. it, it was me just making your camera disappear. Yeah, just destroying the internet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, uh, family game. I'm so happy to see that Animal Crossing actually yes. got an award. Um, yeah. It's it's a category that they absolutely should have got. I'm I, yeah. Cinder and I were on the same page uh, there. So you know that brilliant. I'm really happy about that. Um, very well deserved and. It fits that category perfectly, so it made yeah. sense. Um, it had some stiff competition though in that category. Um, you know, it was dealing with Fall Guys, it was dealing with Minecraft Dungeons, Paper Mario, the Mario Kart Live thing. Honestly, um, I reckon Minecraft Dungeons would have been the closest. Yeah, I mean, Fall Guys uh, maybe just because of the popularity factor again, but I, I, th yeah. I think yeah, I think Animal Crossing had a, probably had a bit of a, an edge on that. Um, it then we've got fighting games, which is Mortal Kombat 11. Both Cinder and I guessed that yes. correctly. Um, shout, so, shout out to NetherRealm Studios. They've made such a good game there. My um, God. RPG, I have many gripes with. This is where we go downhill, isn't it? it from here, it gets ugly. So uh -huh. RPG was won by Final Fantasy VII Remake. Which, again, I'm going to preface this. Again, we've mentioned it earlier. I'll say it again. These are our opinions. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, that's the last time I'm going to say this. 
before anyone shouts in comments or stream chat or anything. It is our opinion. That being said, well, we'll see later on, but Final Fantasy, I can understand why it won. I really can, because Final Fantasy is such uh, an iconic RPG. And, and, and 7 is one of the highest regarded yes. ones too. But uh, what, what were the other games in it? Well, here, here's here's my issue with this whole category is that there's two games in there. As much as you know, I Final Fantasy VII remake and Persona Royale FO5 Royale are controversial for a number of reasons. Both are hmm. either uh, remakes or expansions on a previous title or whatever, however you want to put it. Um, yeah. Genshin was also on the list. Wasteland Three and Yakuza Like a Dragon. I'm genuinely super- well, okay. Thinking about it now, I was a little bit... Well, I said annoyed. Annoyed is the wrong word. I was shocked to see Final Fantasy win at the time. Thinking about it now, I can understand why it beat Genshin. Um, yeah. Because it's a more well-known game series and had more of an impact, I guess, once it came out. That's not to say that Genshin wouldn't have deserved it, though, in my opinion. I think the the there's a bit of a fine line there as to the eligibility thing again. You know, I, I think that remakes don't fit that category sometimes i think that they shouldn't be included to this degree but you know someone's like oh they changed the story a bit and you know they've built it from the ground up and it's like but you can do that with any game and it's still at the end of the day the base game is based on a previous edition of it like it's but then that begs the question of what um warrants a remake being its own game or or not like yeah and i guess to work with if it's a remake exactly you know um so that's not to discredit the work that was put into this uh the, into the games and that but it's more so what is the line that the the, the game awards is going to draw um yeah. you know and and uh controversy creates uh, uh news and news is good coverage in any aspect so i guess it's yeah. like you know um so yeah so that was the RPG category. Uh, action Adventure was won by Last of Us Part Two. Um, there's been a lot of complaints about that, and <laughs> I more just, of it later on. It's 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 the argument of like, oh, there's not that much action adventure in this game, and I just like I don't understand what you mean by that. Um, yeah, because in all fairness, there is. <laughs> yeah, like because someone's um, like, oh, there's three hours. I, I three hours of I feel that as well. Uh, content or whatever and i'm like how much have you played of it because there's way more than three hours <laughs> like you can't have played the whole game in three hours or if you have i i would like to know how because there's really no way to speed run that game yeah. in three hours <laughs> i don't understand man. um so yeah I, it, it's it's to me it's fine i don't have a problem with it but there is a bit of controversy behind that uh Wasn't my vote, but you know uh, if you take all the fighting parts out, there's only three hours. Oh, that's garbage. There's so much garbage about that game. Oh, fighting like, part, that, that's the action part of the game. Like, yeah, but the adventure part is the story. So, action adventure, like, what more do that, you want? <laughs> that's why I think it's perfectly fine winning that award. It's not my vote, but it won it. <laughs> um, action, uh, action game was won by Hades, which fair play. My vote was Doom Eternal, but hey ho. Um, Hades, everyone loves it. <laughs> like you can't argue with that. We're really not doing so good here. No. It was really <laughs> well for me, and then it just cut off. Um, innovation in accessibility was Last of Us Two. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna kick up a fuss about this one. 
in the Game Awards show, it showed off, like, with this award and with a few different awards, it showed off a clip uh, of the game relevant to the award. Um, and an accessibility showed what the game did um, to make the game accessible. Last of Us 2 was basically just colour correction, like um, different colour schemes. Oh, for people with colour blindness, colour... Yeah. Yeah. But other games in that list also were shown that. Grounded had something completely different, and I'm really surprised and a little bit sad that Grounded didn't win. Yeah, I, I mean, to me, I don't know why it won this category as good as the game is. It didn't, to me, scream innovation and accessibility. Um, That's what the category was. It wasn't a category of how good the game was. It was a category yeah. of how accessible was the game to people that otherwise might not be able to play the game. And yes, like, colour blindness is a thing that a lot of people have in some uh, capacity. But a lot uh, of games are doing that. So it's not yeah, really, it's not innovation. It's not and not, that's not yeah. to say that La it's not a good thing that Last of Us put it in, because it is. Um, and it's something that games should put in anyway. But it's not innovative. No. That's why I think Grounded should have won. But Yeah, hey. it's uh, look, it's 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 bizarre, but we I guess yeah. Uh VR AR games, um Half Life Alex won. I did I win that? I'm pretty sure I got that right. Yeah, you picked Half Half Life Alex, mm. I picked Dreams. Mm. Um Community Support was Fall Guys. You got yeah, that. Yeah, okay. I think... Yeah, you picked that. Yeah, oh, I'm getting confused at a different award, but yeah. You did pick that. Um, I'm disappointed a little bit. Uh, I'm not. I, I, can... I, but I just don't... I don't get... There's a difference... But okay, there's to me, there's a difference... A fundamental difference between a game getting support from its developers uh, to support what the community want... Um, and versus a, a company going out of its way to actually actively interact with their community. Mm. And I don't see what Fall Guys does in that category. Sure, it uh, listens to its fans and it might come up with some ideas and stuff like that, but any company should be able to do that. Yeah. The, the, my gripe is that with Destiny, for example, and this is probably the only time you ever hear me favour Destiny so heavily like this, is that they do so much outside of just bringing the content that people want. You know, they're supporting yeah. creators on so many different levels there, you know, whether it's artists or whether it's people creating videos or, or audio or anything, you know, like that. They do so much charity work. They do all of these things like that are so community based. I just, I, I was a bit, I don't, I don't understand the Fall Guys one for this one particularly. Yeah. I just, I quite, you know, there's a difference between listening to your fan base and doing stuff for them and actually branching out and doing stuff that is above and beyond what most people would do for their games. Yeah. I mean, it, there's no denying that Fall Guys gets involved with its community, its player base, everything like that. Um, what I think you bring up a very good point. I think the category is probably very weird in the sense of while Bungie and the people behind Destiny do so much to give back as such, I think um, judging panels especially probably looked at that category thinking, does it just listen to their community? Yeah. Um, and while De Bungie definitely does, I think they're just going to look at how much Fall Guys and the team behind it interacts back with, directly with their player base yeah. and their on that, which is also a fair point, but I can also see the point you're making as well. I'm not sad with the fact that Fall Guys won that one, but I can see the argument between that and Destiny, for example. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, mobile game was Among Us. I got that right. Um, did I? I picked Genshin. Um, not really much to say there. <laughs> no, not really. I you mean, Genshin mobile it plays well. Mm. Um, this next category makes me so freaking happy. <laughs> Best. Oh, I think uh, debut indie game yes. was won by Phasmophobia. Shout out to the people behind Phasmophobia, man. They, they got so happy and excited on social media when that happened. Phasmophobia is more and more becoming a part of my weekly routine. Um, yeah, we both got Phasmophobia. Um, Phasmophobia, I played five hours of it today. Um <laughs> And you tweeted about it today. Because I'm mad. Um, but my, like, my, my thought when I saw your tweet was, wow, he's only just realised he has an addiction. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't do horror, but there's something about that game. I still, look, I, I the number of times I freaked out today, but still enjoyed every moment of the game is phenomenal. Yeah. And I hope that this game continues to be developed, uh, which obviously it is, but, you know, like, I, I want it to expand. Um, it's, I want it's it to just continue. just because of how immersive the game is. It's so... And it's, it's innovative. It's yeah. not, but I've not seen a game like this. I've not seen a game of this level of, and, and this is in a beta format. Like it's yeah. not even its final game. So this and is an, an incredible showing from a game that came out in uh, August. I think it was, it wasn't yeah. that long ago. It's only been out a few months and the impact it, I was looking at some stats about phasmophobia, right? And when it came out yeah. uh, in, in October, no, it was ready for tonight. It was ready for tonight's podcast. Um, right. When it came out in October, um, oh sorry, when it when it had its big showing in October because of Halloween month is when it had its most exposure. It yeah. was the the most purchased game on Steam at one stage, and it was Holy number six overall on Twitch. Holy shit! <laughs> now you put that into perspective when it's going up against games like Pokemon and Fortnite. And Apex cool. and Fall Guys and <laughs> Among, Us. Um, Among Us and all these games that have been like just you know dominating the numbers on on there. And yeah, Destiny, yeah, yeah. Destiny's been heavily you know and 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 League of Legends and and anything or, the, or all of those. Yeah, it was number six. Like the that is just developers and team and behind Phasmophobia, man. The thing people got to remember with Phasmophobia is it's an indie studio. Yes. It's not a big Good. studio. Go up and up against AAA titles like that. So, Jesus, congratulations it, it to them. They deserved it. Yeah, it was um, talent and passion, if anything, behind the game. Uh, indie Chris game, Hunter. indie game was won by Hades. Well deserved, I reckon. Um, and that had stiff competition because it was up against Fall Guys. Um, and... I'm genuinely Fall Guys didn't win. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I guess, I guess, if you're looking at a game overall, Hades is more in depth than Fall Guys, if that makes sense. I forgot what my vote was in this category. Uh, in this category, indie game, we both picked Fall Guys. Oh, okay, so we're both wrong. Um, best ongoing game. I am so proud of this. This makes me happy, almost as happy as I did with Phasmo. I, I went. I, I, I agree. I'm happy to be wrong. I went against my favoritism here and went for what i thought should win it absolutely and it did no man's sky got best ongoing game and they I'm deserve very, it i'm very happy no man's sky won the 
it's just a fact, like you said last week, if you haven't watched last week's podcast, go watch it, YouTube, listening platforms, wherever. Um, but we mentioned, even though we mentioned it last week, the fact that they've come back from such, to put it simply and bluntly, such a shit. They, they 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 went they went from a shit game and there's, yeah. there's no and they even themselves admitted they 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 stuffed it up big time. There's no point. In, there's no point. In, like, there's no point in sugarcoating what they yeah. they did. It was it was a dead and it was a dead game. Dead and awful. It it was the the week of launch. It was more people checking it out to see how bad it was. It was one of the lowest rated games on Steam. I'm sure. It was horrifically received, and understandably, because it was literally, there was nothing there for the most part. Yeah, hardly um, anything to come back from that, but No Man's Sky did, and it respect did. to No Man's Sky. To a game that is actually, if it had launched as its current state back then, could have been a game of the year contender, and that's yeah, no exaggeration, sure. because the amount of content in that game now is insane. There's always um, something to do with that game. Um, so uh, very excited for them, very happy for them. Games for Impact was won by Tell Me Why. I don't know anything about any of those games sure. except for Spirit Fairer, so we both got that wrong. Um, performance, I'm happy. Yes, but... I got the wrong character for Last of Us. Oh, did you? Because <laughs> yeah, I voted for Ellie. Yeah. But again, like you can see how happy she was. What's her name again? Um, Laura something. Laura Bailey. Now here's my here's my issue with this, right? I I love Laura Bailey and she's well deserved, right? I would I I picked Laura Bailey as well, uh, uh, and Ashley Johnson, sorry as well. I would have liked seeing Ashley get it simply because yeah. Laura Bailey has had so many awards, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Ashley deserved what she did for Ellie, but. Abby was a compelling character. So yes. we knew that it was going to be down to those two. There was not really anyone who was going to be able to contend with that because those two did such powerful performances in Last of Us 2. Um, so, I, you know, I, I hope both of those women are proud of what they've done because they've done such a good thing for the game. And, like, yeah, Lloyd deserved it, I'm sure. Um, audio design? This is where I start getting mad. <laughs> Audio design was won by Last of Us Part 2. Cinder picked Doom. I picked Last of I, Us. Yeah, so you win that one, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, th I, th I think, I, I, the, once again, Last of Us 2 had incredible audio design. Um, I, th I think it was Rob, but hang on. But, I mean, for me, I guess it comes down to for what Last of Us 2 is the audio design is well done right down to like the noises the creatures make and oh, just cool. it adds to the atmosphere so i you know um but not to discredit anyone else on this list you know um even something like resident evil 3 uh which was on the list the 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 music in those games have, or the audio in those games have always been good as well so you know there's no one on this list that wasn't good uh, yeah so. i mean last of us got it for good reason i'm sure i I genuinely did think, even though only 10% of it was player votes, I think Doom would have been a good running for it. Yeah. But, yeah, Last of Us won. Can't argue with that. <laughs> Salty as fuck for the next two, I am. I, I can't put it any other way. Um, score and music was won by Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, oh, I'm mad about that one. I'm salty um, for the num for the, uh, the, the biggest reason being that I mean the music from a few of these uh, on here is incredible. Um, mm -hmm. 
you picked Doom Eternal for yeah. obvious reasons. Um, I picked Ori. I picked Ori and the Will of the Wisps because the music in that is just those games have such good music and it's scores. such beautiful music. Um, and it's a shame I would have liked to have seen Ori get the nod here. Um, One thing I will say: Square Enix has always been good with music in their games. Yeah. Um, and I've seen a few people point out that like this is the first year in a while that Square Enix has actually gotten some fairly significant nominations. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, so yeah, that's my, di it's disappointing, uh, for me, but yeah, it's fine. I would have liked to see Doom Eternal get an award, but, um, yeah. Uh, Art Direction was won by Ghost of Tsushima. Which I'm happy about. Um, which is fine. Uh, the music in that is, is really, uh, sorry, the art in that is really incredible. It's probably one of the highlights. Uh, you actually voted for. We both followed, voted for Ori. Um, yes. It is incredibly look a, a good looking game. Um, the art the art style was beautiful in that. Once again, I still think Ori is a unique and beautiful piece of uh, uh, art direction. Um, yeah. You know, uh, but unfortunately, it just didn't get a vote in that. But basically. that's not to say that Ghost of Tsushima didn't deserve it. Because... No, I can understand why Ghost of Tsushima got it because it is a gorgeous yeah. game. It is very, very, very... It's probably the, the, the biggest highlight for me about the, the, the look is the look of that game. Um, it's a very, it's very pretty. Um, I'd actually point that Danny just put in chat, like, the music in Final Fantasy is good. Like, again, Square Enix. I don't think there's ever been, to my knowledge, I haven't played many Square Enix games, but the music has always been one of those from like I hear it and I think this works. <laughs> yeah. But I also think that about Doom Eternal and I'm yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's my comment. Uh, narrative. Last of Us Part Two, and it it deserves it. We both picked that. Yeah. It it was an as much as people gripe about it, and and that's the thing I picked on social media is. If you've got an opinion, and this is my thoughts on opinions, right? If you've got an opinion, you can't just back it up with the story is shit. Why is yeah. the story shit? And the majority of what I've seen from people with why the story is, is shit is that they don't like the fact that they pushed Ellie into that relationship. And it's like, well, you obviously don't know the backstory behind Ellie as a character based mm -hmm. on how The Last of Us 1 ended and how the, like expansion separate story thing went with left behind yeah um and you know unfortunately there's also been a lot of obviously anti-lgbt stuff with that as well which is really sad um it got review bombed heavily when it first came out um and people don't like, understand well, why review bombing's stupid well it was it was just stupid as well because like people like now they're using that as an argument they're like oh yeah but the viewers and the, and the, the gamers have voted it down it's like yeah, but it was it was review bombed. So the the, yeah. the actual average on Metacritic or whatever the, or game whatever is like not accurate because it was review bombed. It's much lower than it should be. It's way lower than it should be. Um, you know, so yeah. Narrative to left of part two, well deserved. Um The next one surprises me a little. Because I neither of us know what the hell this game is, but apparently it's the most anticipated, so I don't know. Oh, Elden Ring. Oh, El yeah. Okay, I have heard of this game. <laughs> the only thing I know about this game is just by a, a company called From Software, the people behind Dark Souls, yeah. Bloodborne, that kind of thing. Um, and I've ha heard it's a very similar kind of game. 
and I've and I have seen there's a couple of people I follow on Twitter that are very excited about this game. Yeah. I'm not sure about this game. In all fairness, that's that's fine. Um, from what I've heard, it sounds good, but again, I know next to nothing. I knew nothing about it, and then like looking at the other things on the list, I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be out, but apparently, it's the most anticipated game. I <laughs> but... love that Jeff is just like, oh yeah, shout out to Ring anyway, because <laughs> like, everyone it's... was hoping. We'd see Elden Ring gameplay in, or at least anything in the Game Awards. And we just it didn't. was so bizarre. Like, yeah. Um. So that's that's fine. And then, of course, we've got Game uh, Direction, which was won by Last of Us Part Two. Shocker. Um. And these two kind of go hand in hand. So you know, let, let's be honest here. You, you, it'd be, it's not unheard of, but it would be really weird if the Game Direction didn't get Game of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it does it does happen it it does occasionally happen in various different forms of media where the director gets a, a, a an award and the movie or game doesn't or vice versa and you're like well yeah. wait hang on so the movie is fantastic but the director is shit you know like, <laughs> it's, like it's a little weird but um game of the year which is bittersweet i'm i'm not surprised last of us mm-hmm. two won um I personally think Animal Crossing still should have got it for its impact on the year. Yeah. But get, seeing The Last of Us get it is not a surprise. Be, ignore, well, I'm sure we'll talk about it later, ignore what people's opinions are on Naughty Dog and how they got the game um, achieved in time in the first place. The game itself, the product, is good. Yeah. And a lot of people also think the same way. So, yeah. Yeah. Not surprising. Um... So, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I said last week, I wouldn't be shocked and I wouldn't be disappointed if uh, Final uh, Final Fantasy, I got that on the brain. That's still it. That game, yeah. Um, uh, last of Us 2 got it. Uh, that wouldn't bother me in the slightest. Yeah. It's just bittersweet because I just think the impact level of Animal Crossing was much more. And that's also a very desi- uh, divisive uh, thing with a few people. Um, even within my friend groups, I yeah. have had some interesting conversations this last week <laughs> with people who were like, there's nothing in Animal Crossing, it's a shallow game. And I'm like, it's not, you haven't played it. And if you don't, if you don't like it, I understand that, but it's not shallow. Yeah. Animal Crossing isn't a game you can play for two days and think there's nothing in the game. Yeah. It's designed on longevity and, and slow gameplay, if that makes sense. I mean, there's something different to do throughout the months for an entire year. Like, yeah. that's how Animal Crossing's always worked. Even value um, for money-wise, you know, we've yeah. not had to pay an absolute cent since we bought the game itself to be able to do anything in the game. Every every update. I mean, technically, to get certain things, you have to have online. But um, as a game, you don't. Once you've bought it, you don't have to pay anything else. It's not a DLC game. No. Unless you're a time traveler, yes. Well, we don't go into time traveling. You know my feelings <laughs> on time traveling in Animal Crossing. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's the awards side of things. Um, Shout out to the nominees. They, they're there for a reason. Yeah. And congratulations to the Last of Us for getting Game of the Year. Um, but yeah, let's. I'm sure we can talk about people's opinions. So Cinder got more guesses than me. So Cinder won. Yes. Um. So his prize for winning is he gets to stay on the team for now. Um, hey, look at that. <laughs> another another twenty four hours. <laughs> um, 
So let's go to the list of announcements. Now, this is in no particular order. It's just a huge list I've got here. Um, some things we'll obviously talk more about than others. Um, <laughs> but uh, at the top of, of at the top of this list is the announcement of uh, the next Smash Bros. character. Um, this was um, this was a little bit left field for a few people. It was a surprise. Um, you know, there was speculation about who it was going to be, um, and I don't think many people had Sephiroth on their list. No, not people um, saying Sora and Crash. To yeah. see Sephiroth come out of nowhere is... I'm not sad. <laughs> no, I mean, it's an interesting addition. It's nice to have a villain character come in as yeah. opposed to a hero. The trailer um, was so good, and then everyone's memes of, Mario's dead, Mario's just dead, and yep. yeah, it was great. <laughs> It, um, a few people complaining, oh, another sword guy, blah, 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 which I was yeah, expecting. Yeah, every sword character in Smash is different. Like, um, I mean, let's look at it this way. At least it wasn't some Fire Emblem, you know. We've got oh God, 50 yeah. billion Fire Emblem characters, so that's fine. Um, let's make it 50 billion and one. It, exactly. So, um, so that, that that's that's fine. It, it, it He looks good. Um, I'll be interested to see how he plays. Um, so that was, yeah, that came out of left field, though. A very... Uh, different uh, yeah. character. I didn't expect we, that. We find out more about him on the 17th of December, so I'm sure I'm going to be talking about it next week on Orcast. Yeah, yeah. But he looks really good from what we've seen. He can cut a stage in half? What? <laughs> <laughs> cut a stage in half? Yeah, oh, that was going to oh. say. Uh, sea of Solitude Director's Cut is coming to uh, Nintendo Switch. I've never heard of this game before, but now I want it. It, it looks really good. It looks really interesting. Um, I probably will want to check that out. Um, it's on my watch list for sure. Devolver Digital announced a retro game called Loop Hero. That is that looks to be the type of game I'd enjoy. It looks quite good. Um, I I don't think it's going to be the first game I pick up, but not to say it doesn't look good because it looks interesting. It gives off some. I could be wrong in saying this. Uh, it it gives off a bit of like rogue legacy style of game kind of. Kind of, but it gives away a lot more of the pixels, pretty much. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, um, but but it's that kind of mindset. Like rogue legacy is one of my favorite games on my Steam library to date. It's such a good game. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun. To see a game like this that's a lot more old school looking, I guess the best way to put it. Yeah, it looks really interesting. The, the pixelated, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this, uh, and I've said this lots of times, uh, not just on uh, Auracast, but in general, graphics doesn't make a game, sure. if that makes yeah. sense. Um, I don't mean, it, everything doesn't have to look realistic to be enjoyable. Um, and it drives me nuts when everyone's, well, it's like everyone dri drives me, it drives me nuts when people go, oh, but it doesn't look real, or does it, or it looks so, it looks so retro yeah. looking. It's like, that's what they're going for. That's the aesthetic it, they're going for. Realistic graphics in games just gets boring when it's overdone. Um, I don't know. Like that's why Shovel Knight was so good. That's why Rogue Legacy was so good. That's why um, there's another one in my head. Now complete. Oh, Hero Siege. If anyone's ever played that, such a good game. And they're all like um, low poly, pixelated kind of games, and they're still really good. Mm. It's about the gameplay. It's not how it looks, in my opinion. Uh, uh, Tuchia was revealed. A tropical that's exploration game. Yeah, I, I was explaining it to Riley when I saw it. It looked like a mix of Moana and Breath of the Wild. Moana. <laughs> but it looks really fun. It looks like a game that 
you play and then you play it for what feels like 30 minutes and five hours have passed. Yeah. It, it looks quite calming. With a very interesting looking story as well. Yeah. Which is which is cool. I like I like that. Yeah, I like the I like the look of it. Uh the puzzle adventure shady part of me is now available. They just dropped it right there and then. I don't remember much of that. Um, which is probably a comment on what I think of it, but it's oh yes, it's that sort of black and white uh sort of artsy style, kind of gives you bendy in the ink machine vibes. It's got that kind of look oh, to it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh that looks alright. Yeah, so that just kind of it's it's a game, uh puzzle game starring little girl and her shadow. The concept is you can swap between the girl and her shadow any time to solve the challenges. So it's a puzzle game. Yeah. Um and that just yep, that's available now. So go and get it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, tell us what it's like. Uh, Square Enix <laughs> showed off gameplay for Near Replicant. I okay. It looks very bullet hell, and I think that goes in its favour. Mm. I don't think it's a game I'm going to rush to play because I've never really played any of them. Yeah, I'm not really interested. I was a bit sad because I saw that Square Enix came up, and I was hoping it was something Kingdom Hearts or Final Fantasy related, and it wasn't. But one thing I will say about this game, again, going back to music. The music in the trailer for the game, it was so good. <laughs> and it looks good, but it's not for me. Yeah. I'm not going to play it. Uh, Hood Outlaws and Legends uh, releases May 10th. They've given us a date for that, finally, after it was showcased uh, earlier in the year. For the um, PlayStation 5 showcase, it was shown. Yeah, so and it's coming to PS5, Xbox Series X, S, and PC. I found out coming to PC, and I got so happy. So I, that was I, one of my that was one of the main games I was excited for in the PS5 showcase at the start. Yeah. It looks good. Uh, I'm, I'm. We couldn't work out what it was. I think originally was that the game we originally thought was Assassin's Creed or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're like, wait, this is Robin Hood. This is uh, this is something. <laughs> it's been shown in this game awards in the um the. Uh, reveal and I was like oh this was familiar this is the game that was shown the PlayStation 5 thing uh, the heist one and it said heist I guess I got it nailed yeah. <laughs> but it does look really that's probably going to be one of my favourite games once it comes out um, if done well Turtle Rock is back in the zombie game with Back for Blood <gasps> okay can I nerd out about this for a second yeah I loved it's still one of my favourite games now of all time I loved Left 4 Dead 2 Mm-hmm. A lot of the people working on Back for Blood worked on Left for Dead, and you can and it shows. It's I a spirit. Thought, they, they're considering it a spiritual successor to Left yes. the Left for Dead series. Yeah, I genuinely thought it was a Left for Dead game because me and Riley were watching it, and I thought it was. Um, and they showed the cinematic trailer, and then they showed the gameplay trailer. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! This is a game I'm probably going to if it's available, uh, whenever to pre-order. Well, this because... is this is pre-alpha footage, by the way. This is pre-alpha yes. footage. Just a scene of like the big twenty-foot, like you have to try and take down twenty-foot tall zombies, <laughs> and there seem to be special infected, which are very reminiscent of special infected from Left 4 Dead 2, um, which is why I can understand why it's a spiritual successor. Just that one scene of the twenty-foot tall zombie ripping off the gate to the tunnel while you're playing. It gives me the same kind of vibe as when Battlefield Three. Way back when it was first introduced, it was like, oh, this system where wild things happen as you're playing and like buildings mm. are collapsing and stuff. I'm seeing this more as a Norman game when it fits well. And Back for Blood looks to be the type of game that makes it work really well. Yeah. And I'm so. That's probably the game. 
that's the only game minus another one probably um from the game awards that i haven't should have felt since it looks so good and that's a game i'm going to pre-order no doubt can't well, wait my the next thing on the list is my chance to nerd out go on one of the best games on the nintendo 64 perfect dark yes i saw perfect, that perfect dark is getting a new game uh after all this time uh and it's being developed by the initiative um it looks incredible i perfect dark is per, perfect dark was the spiritual successor to goldeneye 64 on the yeah. uh, on the nintendo 64 followed um, by perfect dark zero i think it was. yeah um, which i uh gamecube I think it was. Was it perfect? And then that was also on 360 and PS3. I think. Yeah, they they brought it out on that as well. So, but it, it incredible looks really good. game. Um, I've never played in the perfect dark games, but I will say it looks good. It uh, very very good game. So I'm so excited to see how that comes together. Um, cool. Glenn Schofield is making a new horror game called. Uh, so this is people uh, one of the minds behind Dead Space, uh, the Callisto Project. It looks interesting. I'm probably going to skip on it. Um, I never liked the Dead Space games. Not to say they're not good games, but it's just, again, not for me. Yeah. I don't like how it feels to play. Um, and if it's very similar, which it looks to be, um, the trailer was good. Mm. It didn't show much, obviously, concerned development, but the trailer looked really good. I'm probably going to miss out on it, on just by choice. I don't think I'm going to rush to play it. But uh, that's not to say it won't be a good game because it looks good. Uh, brand new look at the next Dragon Age game. Hmm, yeah. Again, <laughs> same yeah, situation. There, there was a lot of, and I think that's what came with me, was like, there were so many games, and I'm sure there's people who are excited, but there were so many things I'm like, this just doesn't resonate with me, and that's because it's just games I don't play. I am genuinely um, surprised to see new Dragon Age, I'll be honest. I'll give it that. Um, um, it does look really good. But Fulbright yeah. is making it, so these are people behind Gone Home and Tacoma are making a new game called Open Roads. This is also the other game I'm excited for. It, that's the um, procedural road trip mystery game, isn't it? Yes. It looks really interesting. And um, the art style I'm getting in love with. So, yeah, it's a game centered around a mother and daughter who embark on a road trip of reflection and discovery. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's... That sounds like a cool game. I like that kind of game. Um, I'll, I'll probably do that at some point. Uh, let me see. Uh... Just a small thing. You can drive the Cyberpunk 2070, uh, 2077 car um, in Forza Horizon 4. Forza Horizon 4, I've lost faith in now. Like, um, that's not to say they could have done this, but Forza Horizon 4 was a game where you could try to force the cars in the Horizon previous um, games. Yeah. Um, it's a lot more open world and just do your own thing with cars that are realistic. And I started falling out of love with that game when they added the Lego expansion. Because I didn't get it. Yeah. Um, I just didn't understand it. I didn't see the point. And now they're doing this. I'm like, nah, I'll pass. <laughs> um, Disco Elysium's console version is coming to PS5, PS4, PC in March with more stuff and other platform platforms to follow later. And it's a free upgrade. Um, this is a game I've wanted to play for ages, but never got around to. Seeing this and seeing it's a free upgrade, I might pick up Disco Elysium when I go home. <laughs> like. It looks so good because it's a game on my watch list for ages. Yeah. And it looks to be a really good, very gritty, very interesting detective game. Yeah. Um, And it looks so in depth. And to see more stuff getting added to it after all this time, I think it was released 
Tony ballpark figure 2018 2019. Uh, but, I'm just trying to uh, say, but I don't see the information here. Uh, totally. It looks so good, I can't wait. And I'm probably gonna get that as soon as possible. So, yeah. It's coming, it's coming in March 2021. Oh, the uh, the cut, uh, yeah, the PS4, yeah. PS5, PC is in March, yeah. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get the base version of the PC, and then when it get, Neil Grant comes out, I'll just upgrade, yeah. Fun. Uh, if you want to play Scavengers, the beta is out of available now. Uh, yeah, yeah, move on. <laughs> um, uh, Warframe uh, is getting some Unreal Tournament weapons, which is kind of cool. <laughs> I okay, I nerded out about this. I don't know. If I was telling Roddy about this, but he didn't know because he never played it. On the original Xbox, there was an Unreal Tournament game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you ever play it? Yeah, yeah. It was one of my favorite games in the original Xbox. Yeah, it's so over the top. It's like very quakey, very doomy. It's great. I'm trying See, to think. There, might, there was a weapon in that game. Uh, oh shit! The shrapnel launcher. Yes. And then you, know, you shoot them if you hit them just correctly. They just kind of went. <laughs> <laughs> Their bodies just went. It's like it's all right. So quake and it's great. That um, was good. Seeing these weapons in Warframe makes me want to play Warframe again after all these years because I used to play it ages ago and just stopped because I just fell out of love with it. But I'm yeah. interested. Uh, Crimson Desert was revealed and looks like an ambitious uh, fantasy <sighs> RPG. Can you tell the disappointment on my face? Okay, so South Korean MMO RPG, right? Yeah. Um, it gives me Black Desert vibes. And what I mean by that is a game that was popular for a little while and then just died off. Yeah. And it's not as great as people make it out to be. I, feel, I worry that Crimson Desert's going to be the same. I hope it isn't. I hope you've proven wrong. But it'll also be a game that's going to be popular for just less than a year and it's going to die. Yeah. I don't know. Um, mm. We saw gameplay for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Season 1 content. Makes me want to play Cold War even more. I know not everyone person here, but I'm not too much of a Call of Duty person, but Cold War, I want to get mainly for zombies. But it does look good. It does look very good. Uh, an atmospheric adventure game called Season is coming to PS5. I want it. Uh, That's all I could say about it. Yeah, I was oh, it's this one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the Makers of Darwin project. Uh, the game stars a young woman who leaves a remote village for the first time to explore the world on her bike. Yes, it looks uh, so good. It, the art style is cool. I like that. And um, the Darwin project was a really interesting game. Yeah, that so was hopefully cool. they kind of put that into seasons. This but... next one uh, shook everyone. <laughs> What one? It's two parts to it, right? The first part is that Ark is getting a sequel. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Right. Right. And then the second part <laughs> is that it's got Vin Diesel in it. <laughs> so, so the whole trailer was like, that's Vin Diesel. Is that Vin Diesel? I think it is. And then it said at the end it was. I was like, okay, why? Okay, firstly, I I don't I didn't expect Ark to get a second game because the first yeah. game is just still so like full on and Whatever. Secondly, wait. What? How does Vin Diesel fit into Ark? No, <laughs> all I'm, all I'm, all I'm seeing is like Fast and the Furious. <laughs> I hope in Jurassic Park. <laughs> I hope you can play Vin Diesel, get on the dragon, and drift. If you can't, no. Um, and it is. Or third part is it is getting an animated series as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna watch that. Ark is really Ark is a great game, but I never expected any of that. <laughs> I can never get into Ark. Um, survival games are weird for me. Um, if it doesn't grip me in the first good few hours, I struggle to get into it. Yeah. 
um, the forest when we played back <laughs> back in the day um, was a little bit of an exception to that because that was a bit more interesting in my opinion. I couldn't get to grips with Ark. I'm still going to be watching Ark two. Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. Like I, I, it, I mean, I, I guess there's more popularity. Well, there's always been like Hollywood stars getting involved in game projects and stuff. But like, yeah. okay, Did we've had Ke- well, we, you know, well, we had Keanu Reeves in 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 Cyberpunk. So now we're getting Vin Diesel in Ark, and is it? Kind and, of, um, oh, what's her name in Alien Isolation? Oh, um, Sigourney Weaver. You know, so, so yeah. like, it's it's not unheard of, but it's like, all right, it, it's just a weird blend. It's a weird choice. I'm like, ah, Blitzwolf, thank you for the follow. Um, hey. but yeah, it's so bizarre. I just uh, anyway, it, it it's cool. I'm really excited for people who love the Ark series. I think you know it looked good and that, but it was such a bizarre thing seeing Vin Diesel. And it's literally like it was literally like looking at him. It's like that's Vin Diesel in like tribal gear. Yeah. <laughs> It's so. It just. It's still so weird. I couldn't get. It. It was just a moment. I've seen so many screenshots and I've gone. All right, what is going with that? Okay, I'm good. Credit where credit's due. The animated series looks good, and I'm going to watch that when it comes out. Yeah, it does look good. It does look fun. But super bizarre. Super bizarre. Um. So yeah, that's that. Uh. And then Super Meat Boy Forever is releasing this month. Cool. More Super Meat Boy. Can't go wrong. They're good. They're, they're good. They're a great game. They're just very hard game. Oh, very. very fun. Um, where are we? Uh, Fall Guys oh. Winter content looked cool. Looked cute. You know, typical Fall Guys oh, stuff. I'm not gonna play, but no, I probably won't get back into it. But it was it, it was it was cute. It was typical Fall Guys yeah. stuff. Um, shout out to Fall Guys for continuing to push out content. Like that's uh, what that was. Uh, Yosef Faras gave a uh, first look at the gameplay for It Takes Two. Okay, I'm excited for this, and I'll tell you why. Made by the same people that have done um, A Way Out, and A Way Out was a very gritty um, two-person co-op, split-screen, um, interesting experience with an amazing story and amazing characters. Yeah. This kind of flips the grittiness on its head, and it's very, like, colourful. and It's so opposite to what their last game was. But I'm very interested. And this is going to be a game I'm going to probably end up playing. It, it looks so fun. It's, yeah. It's, it's a strange... Go on. It's a strange... But I like that, because I, I, studios getting stuck in a rut of doing the same style of game yes. is, 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 is... It doesn't always work. Um, so this could be a nice, refreshing change to what they did with um, the last game. So Yeah. I I love... We don't see much of it, really, ever. I love co-op games where you're able to do separate things at the same time worked into one. Um, it's a very weird, specific niche of a game to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, but after seeing the trailer for this, I mean, I knew a way out was a great game anyway. After seeing the trailer for this next game, I think if there's any company that can pull this off, it's them. Yeah. Because they seem to have mastered this idea of split-screen, even online co-op, yeah. Um, where you, both of your actions matter to your end goal. Hmm. It's and you're not just doing the same thing. Yeah. That's why I loved Army of Two so much. That series, Army of Two: The Fortieth Day, still remains one of my favorite games for that reason. Um, and yeah, I just have a lot of high hopes for this game, and I reckon they'll be met. It just looks so good. Okay, the next game is called Forged in Shadow Torch or Fist. For. <laughs> 
uh, it's an upcoming 2D action platformer where players control Rayton, a rabbit warrior outfitted with a weaponized oh, yeah. backpack suit using used to kick butt in a diesel punk world. <laughs> you said the name, and I was like, what game is you on about? And this is it. bizarre. This but, is okay. so weird. This seems to be very similar to a game that came out years ago called Hell Yeah. Um, and that was a game about a bunny who found himself in hell. Don't ask. Uh, but I'm going to get it. Like this, There aren't many games that this game was shown where I'm like, I don't like the look of it. A lot of games looked really good, and this is no exception. I love good 2D side scrollers. Yeah. Don't know why, can't explain it, but that's why I love Shovel Knight so much. But it looks so stupidly fun. Uh, Re- Returnal is coming out in March, uh, which is that trippy, weird, spooky, break the cycle game for PlayStation. Oh, yeah, because um, yeah, we were doing we a cinematic trailer last time. Yeah. Um. So that. That's... Now, I'll be honest. Now that I've seen gameplay, I'm less interested. It's. It, it didn't. I mean, it was a weird game when we looked at the the the, the cinematic trailer. Um, yeah. The gameplay hasn't sold me on it. But the, but the cinematic trailer looked more like a gritty horror game. Mm. This what this gameplay shows it's it's creepy. Yeah. But it's very over the top, like high intense stuff. Mm. I don't think it's gonna work. Yeah. But at least not for me. If people enjoy it, then great. I, no. Uh, no. Evil West is making its debut. It's it's vampire hunting cowboys. Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> Look. It looks good, eh? <laughs> oh my god. I don't know how to feel about some concepts, and this is just another one of those <laughs> moments of like, alright, what can we... Uh, what did you think of Scarlet Nexus? Oh, I haven't got oh, to that yet. Yeah, we're just going down a list. Yeah, we haven't got yeah. to that yet. But Yeah, I mean, some games, they know how ridiculous they are, and I think this is one of those... I think it's going to be fun. It was so bizarre. <laughs> um, <laughs> Capcom released a new trailer for Monster Hunter Rise with a demo coming out in January. I didn't think I'd end up liking it, but it looks good. I'm going to be playing the demo. The demo is mm-hmm. for a limited time until the game releases, I think. Yeah. Which is very weird to do. But I'm going to be playing the demo because it's on Switch, right? Uh... I think so. um... I might be wrong. Yeah, but... Yes, it is. It's a limited time demo that will include online play for those who have a Nintendo Switch Online membership. Yes. Oh, sweet. Cool. Well, I'm going to be playing online that game. Um... It does look good. And then, after that, Capcom showed, like, um, very similar to the SNES NES collections, original, like, old-school Capcom games for yeah. online Switch Online members. Yeah. Yes, I welcomed it. I love mm. when companies do this. Yeah. Well, I love the, uh, the Sega Mega Drive collection. I have that on Like... The SNES collection, the NES collection were great. I'm excited for this. Yeah, I love old games. I love when they do compilations. Well, that's why, I, as much as people gave it, gave it a lot of shit, that's why I was so excited when they had put out the Mario games because it's like, oh, yeah, you know, because it's that retro vibe and that feeling of like going back to something from so long ago. It's like, hmm. um, Among Us is getting a new airship map, which we knew that. Where that was I, not, not a show more of it, and I okay. A couple of things I want to point out. The first thing, you can choose a spawn room out of three. Yep. In this map, I like that. I think it shakes it up a bit more. 
there, there's definitely a bluff game you can play with. Um, I, it's interesting to see how many people don't know what game it's from, and it just shows a generational thing, I think, because yeah. um, back in the day, I grew up on Flash games called the Henry Stickman games, um, like Breaking the Bank, Stealing the Diamond, that kind of thing, and one of them games was called Infiltrating the Airship, which yep. this airship is based on. Yeah. For those that don't know what game's talking about, um, it was released this year by um, Innersloth, the same people that did the people made Henry Stickman are the same people behind Among Us, which is why it works so well. Yeah. They released the Henry Stickman collection on Steam. If yeah. you haven't played it, honestly treat yourself because it's so it's stupid humor, it's funny yeah. humor, it's my humor, and it's great. It's oh, and there's a shit ton of gaming references. So it's very, very fun. It's like a pick your own adventure, but only one way is right. But the whole idea of the game is to find all the fails because they're just funny. And <laughs> so, they yeah. hinted or they they didn't really and a Jeff Keeley mask hmm? for one of the for the Among Us character apparently. I don't remember that. Yeah, apparently there was there was a hint of it in in the thing uh, saying that there's a <laughs> there's a Jeff Keeley mask coming. I'm Look, like, right, if there is, I'm getting it. <laughs> Uh, become the game awards host yourself with a limited time Jeff Keeley mask in game available tonight. So if you play Among Us, you need to go get a Jeff Keeley mask. I'm loading up on my phone right now. <laughs> I'm loading up on my phone right now to find out. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> Everyone needs Jeff Keeley in their life. Uh, yeah. uh, Bandai Namco showed off a new trailer for Scarlet Nexus, uh, which is what Blitz was talking about. Um, I don't know. I don't remember much of this game. So Scarlet Nexus has been one of the games that have been on our radar since review in May. During the Game Awards, Bandai Namco did it. Okay, so set in a far distant future, Scarlet Nexus puts you in the shoes of, a, of psionic uh, soldiers in an effort to battle a supernatural threat called Others. Players can experience the dual perspective story starring Yutu Samurai and Kaysen Randall and new recruits in the... So it's a... It's a... Oh, oh how, that's the third person over the shoulder game, isn't it? Yeah, it's... and it's. I got Gears of War vibes from that. It's very... Which... I like the look of it. I don't. I mean, I don't know. It's not my kind of game, but I like the look of it. Uh, mm. You know, it's coming out. When did they say it's coming out? Summer twenty twenty one. Yeah. It's... It's, it's coming to every platform except Switch. Uh, um, I I need to see more of the game before I think about whether or not I'm going to pick. It because Gears of War, I'm, I'm referencing Gears of War so much. It's probably like. It's probably, I was going to say, it's probably not even close to that, but I know what I you know, mean. but like, I think of, like, that kind of um, camera and play style. Yeah. Like, you've got, like, the sprinting, you've got the cover-based gameplay, you've got over-the-shoulder over the gameplay. Mm -hmm. And the weapons look similar in fire style as well. And mm -hmm. Gears of War had a limited lifetime for me. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it for a while and then just got bored of it really quickly. I mm -hmm. hope Scarlet Nexus is not that game for me, but I need to see more of it before I think about buying it, because... So far, it hasn't really gripped me. Uh, Elite Dangerous Odyssey uh, got new on-foot gameplay footage. I've never gotten into those games, Elite Dangerous. Elite Dangerous is a really fun game, but it takes a lot of dedication to get into oh, it. Oh, well, that's probably why I didn't get into it. <laughs> I don't, ded dedication is too... Well, no, I can't say that, because I play games that require far too much. A shiny hunt, and that requires dedication. <laughs> um, more graphics. I do play Animal Crossing, um, and I grind yeah, like, in Destiny too. So you know, yeah, I, I'm a bit yeah. Elite Dangerous is one of it's one of those games where you can do anything. You can do anything to make a reputation with different factions and 
do different kind of jobs depending on how you want to play. And it mm. does it really well. Um, it advertises itself as a multiplayer game, and it is, but you very rarely see people mm. just because of how expansive the game is, the mm. world is, because it truly is a whole entire galaxy. Yeah. Um, but it genuinely is a game where if you're into it, you can lose so much time in that game. I know I've played it. I've had many times I've played it in an evening, and then I went, came off the game, went to bed, and so the sun was coming up. Oh, jeez, okay. It, it, it's, it is a good game. I haven't played it in a long time. With this new stuff coming, I might, I might play it again. It uh, Sega's turn-based strategy game, Humankind, gets uh, an April release date. I'm intrigued. I don't, I don't remember that. It's uh, it's a turn-based historical strategy game. Uh, it's uh, spread across. It includes forty cultures spread across four full gameplay eras, starting with the Neolithic era. Da, 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 uh, oh, yeah, each culture features unique gameplay attributes, giving you a taste of wide range of play styles available in Humankind. You can conduct battle land or sea and attempt to forge diplomatic relationships with seven AI opponents. I got civilization vibe from this. And- that's in a good way. It's it's similar. It's got some very similar uh, characteristics to it. And I enjoy Civilization. So hopefully, if that game does it well, I'll be interested in picking it up. Not going to be the first game I pick up out of this list, but it's going to be one of those games where it's going to be a fun game to play. Spend uh, some hours with you can find it. Outriders got a new trailer, teaches you how to survive. I'll pass. <laughs> um, yeah, it didn't resonate with me, but you know. Nah. Uh, Ghosts and Go- Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection was announced. Ghosts and Goblins is an interesting uh, game. Uh, I series. also can't remember this one. Um, yeah, it's a uh, uh, it's blast from the past, the way past. The Ghosts and Goblins was one of those ancient greats. He had coming back from where. Uh, okay, it was a battle against all kinds of horrible undead opponents and monsters. And now the franchise is coming back. Uh, injected with f- very familiar aspects of ghosts oh, and goblins, yeah. ghouls and ghosts, and ready for ghosts and go- yeah. So take on zombies, skeletons, pigmen, and other iconic opponents in your quest. Yeah, so it's a yeah, it's like a. The original game came out in '85, right? Oh, it came out. Yeah, it was, it's it's um, a, it's old school. Like it's super old school. I love my old school games. Um, another game I'm gonna play at some point. Not gonna rush, but it it looks fun. It that's the games of that period and that era were released just for people to have fun. It's one of those games where you buy it and you got the game, you don't have to pay for anything else on top. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of lost nowadays because mm. everything's DLC-based now. Um, Destiny. Um, but I'm intrigued. I love old-school games like that. I'm an old-school game person when it comes to a lot of games, apparently. Um, but yeah, it looks fun. It looks uh, good. Elder Scrolls Online is going to Oblivion. Yes. That's a big thing. That's a huge thing. Um, I have not played the Elder Scrolls Online in a long time, but I know people that are excited for it. Yeah. And knowing the Elder Scrolls a bit like I do, I know it's going to be very intense of an expansion. Because mm. <laughs> going to Oblivion is going to be a wild ride for many people. Um, so that's something that I'm sure tons of people will be excited to see. Um, yeah. The uh, League of Legends spin-off Ruined King has its gameplay debut. So, League of Legends Rune King basically looks to be just League of Legends. I checked it, and it's basically a mobile experience as well now. In, yeah. It's basically a way to play League of Legends done mobile. Well, it's a, it's a spin-off of the series. So it's yeah, still it's part basically... of the League of Legends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw it on, on the App Store earlier. I was all downloaded. I'm sure I'm going to at some point. 
it does look good. Yeah. But it's League of Legends. Like, the fact that I haven't veered too far away from it is a good thing, in my opinion, because League of Legends is popular for a reason. You know what I mean? And to be able to have that experience on mobile now, I'm surprised I haven't done it sooner, honestly. Mm. But, yeah. People won't be oblivious about, oh, Jesus. Um, this next one uh, is... I'm tempted to... I, look, I don't play this game. Oh, I haven't played it in a very long time, but I'm tempted to go and see what they've done with this. I'm very confused. So, Fortnite is getting... <laughs> yeah, Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite, guys. I'm talking about Fortnite. Fortnite... Oh, Fortnite's getting a new skin, which just happens to be the Master Chief from the Halo series. Uh, I've got a list of, like, a recap of things that happened in um, the game war. And for this, it says, Master Chief's next game isn't Halo It's Fortnite. <laughs> the, best, the best thing about this as well is that it was... Uh, it was announced via Red versus Blue. Did you see that? Which, yes, I love that so much. It was so I... brilliant. So they got the Red versus Blue characters. So Jeff, Jeff, uh, oh my god, Jeff Ramsey and uh, Matt Hullum did yeah. a did a recording thing uh, <laughs> for for it. They literally got With them to do, to revise their characters. Did the Red versus Blue bit. And then Ninja got involved in it, like his ninja skin, and it's this whole thing. And then they also reveal, this is, uh, this is the other bit I love about it, they also reveal that we're getting a new map. They're putting Blood Gulch, <laughs> they're putting Blood Gulch into Fortnite. So like, you can go to Blood Gulch in Fortnite. I, I get, got I out of Fortnite, yeah. Um, earlier of um, the Master Chief character, driving a warthog but it's a very small warthog vehicle oh okay <laughs> it's the funniest thing oh god i don't play fortnite i haven't played fortnite for a very 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 long time i Same. used to play it like when it was in its early days just for fun mostly i did I stream it a few it. times i played it last year i think um i'm tempted to go back into this just for my love of halo and to just see how ridiculous this looks I'm curious to see Blood Gulch in, like, Fortnite graphics. Like, I'm so curious. Um, I love the fact that Rooster Teeth got involved and did a RVB thing, because that's just such an iconic, like, brilliant thing. Because they even joked at the fact that, like, even though RVB is still hugely popular, they're like, they said a ninja, oh, it's something you would have watched, like, ten years ago. Like, <laughs> so it's, like, self-deprecating humour. It's like, I love it. I'm going back and watch RVB now because of that, because I forgot how funny it was. Oh, it was so brilliantly done, and so, yeah. Oh, God, they're early. That's our dinner. They're not meant to be here yet. Oh. That's fine. Um, But, yeah, yeah like, uh, what's, what's that? Eat on stream. Oh no no no! It's a, it's a it's a it's a juicy burger. It'll just go. Oh yeah, eat on stream definitely then. Um, but yeah, I was so excited by this. Even though I don't really play Fortnite, I'm like, this is just so out there that I just I have to, I may check that out. I don't it know. It was yet. so stupid, but in the best way. Yeah, like, and I love the bit like got a Master Chief cut out there. <laughs> like, it's, it's just so it's so much that humor that's like. <sighs> I might watch that uh, again after this, uh, But there are... Uh, Fortnite's become a smash. There's so many skins. Like, they, they just dropped the Joker skin recently. I'm like... Did they really? Yeah, there's a... You can get it. There's a Joker skin. 
um so uh yeah there's so there's that um and then the last thing on my list is uh uh they gave us a glimpse at the next mass effect <gasps> i got so excited now i i'm kind of like optimistic but also very nervous because obviously andromeda was a bit of a andromeda wasn't great <laughs> andromeda was a bit of a mess and so i you know what i have faith in bioware that they've learned their lesson I really do. I hope so. I really hope so. Because so Andromeda games. Andromeda looked good to start with and then once it released it was an absolute shit show. I okay, here's the part I'm hopeful for. The main part about Mass Effect 3 that I loved, apart from the reputation system and story and how fun it was. The multiplayer. Hmm. It was a very unique multiplayer mode in a game at that time, and Mass Effect 3 nailed it. There was yep. nothing wrong with multiplayer in that game, in my opinion. Yeah. I hope they do something. So I hope they don't mess with what worked in Mass Effect 3 in multiplayer wise. I hope it sticks to a co op thing. I yeah. don't want them to do like a versus thing. I don't think it'll work. No. I, I wanted to stick to a wave based co op multiplayer in the new Mass Effect because that worked so well. Like leveling up different characters depending on who you like to play, mastering them, getting new stuff for them, leveling them again. It was just such a unique, fun way of doing multiplayer. And I yeah. hope they stick with it. Yeah. So I'm I'm optimistic in the fact that hopefully they've learnt their lesson from Andromeda, but we'll see. Yes. Come on, Bioware, um, don't make That's all I've got on my list. Yes. Uh, that pretty much covers it. There was lots of little things, but this was the bulk of the, the most important stuff. Um, I'm just going to do my quick ad read, and then I've got one last thing uh, that we're just going to touch upon that I have had a request or two from people to talk about, and I refuse, I know to, what I yeah. I, I refuse to talk about it on my on my stream. Um but I think it's appropriate in this forum. Um, but let's talk about Juju first. So Juju yeah. is proudly partnered with the Aura Guardians. Um, they are a wonderful energy drink uh, company. Um, they make uh, a variety of flavors. It's, uh, it, it's uh, I'm, I'm winging this because I didn't open my thing. Um, I drink it. I've been drinking it during, this, during the Aura cast. Um, comes in a variety of flavors they also sell the shakers and everything to go with it uh they've now got merch stickers all sorts of crazy stuff but um there's some amazing flavors uh it uh, contains a lot of vitamins and minerals to help with your overall health uh, also contains a thing called ludamax which is good for your eyes um uh, especially if you spend a lot of time looking at a computer it's, it helps uh with eye strain and that blue light that a lot of computers emit um it's uh, very low uh, low calorie. Uh, it's it, if you are on uh, specific diets like keto and that, it actually will be fine to have with that diet. Um, Danny's just waving our dinner in the background. <laughs> Burger. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you giving? Oh my god! I'm in the middle of my ad break. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, it, a brilliant uh, drink. I, I enjoy it. It does help with my energy levels when I do have it. Um, and like I said, my favourite flavour is blue raspberry, but uh, last time I couldn't get it because it was out of stock. That shows how popular it is. Um, there is a new flavour that's been out for about a month or so called Horchata, which is a Mexican milk drink flavour. It's got a bit of a cinnamon flavour to it. Um, so I'm, I want to try that at some stage. But if you want to check it out, you can go to jujuenergy.com um, and use the code AGFAM. You'll get 10% discount. Um, and we also get a bit of a commission from that as well, which will help the team out with uh, some expenses and things. So, yeah, make sure you check that out. Um, so, controversy about... time. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because 
it's a situation or, or, a, or a scenario that has had a very weird impact on a lot of people. Um, as we all know, a game that has been uh, well anticipated has finally come out, and that is Cyberpunk 2077. Um, now, not to discredit what the game looks like, um, and, oh. and some of the mechanics behind it and that I think are incredible. But on a moral level, I have some issues with it. And uh, I'm not the only one. There's a few people who are. Um, if you enjoy the game, I'm, uh, you know, fine. Um, I've had I've had people like asking me, you know, stream. I've got no interest in playing this game. Um, oh, I have so a, many people taking me to enjoying the game. That's great. Here, there's a few issues with it. Um, let me address the first one that really was just for me was like, I, I, I think in this day and age should be absolutely considered is the fact that this game had some very uh, serious triggers in regard to epilepsy and seizures. Yes. Um, and not in a not in a way that they could have not realised that they were doing it. It was actually a lot of the methodology behind what causes the seizures. Seizures is what medical uh, people use to induce seizures for testing and that. Yes. Um, and so that's where my issue is. But the, the big issue is the fact that there was no warning. There was no warning given at the start of the game. There was no warning on release. There was no warning about any of that. In the fact that this was highly triggering. Yes. It wasn't even a remote chance. This was highly triggering. The percentage of people who could get triggered by this is astronomical. Yeah. It has taken, and to their credit, they've at least somewhat addressed it. It has taken a massive social media backlash for them to at least put a warning at the start of the game, which they've now patched in, to warn people that this game could potentially trigger seizures. This, from the beginning anyway. They this knew is not nor this is not out of the normal. This is something that has should be priority number one when you're assessing the, your game and putting it out. I, I don't know how it also got through um, ratings warnings and that without having a warning on there saying that it can mm. trigger seizures because this is on the list of things that should be assessed. It so, has affected uh, reviewers that have played it post-release. It has affected people that be excited for the game that are uh, sensitive to epileptic seizures. Um, prone, sorry. It has, it's just, even those that aren't prone to it, like, people have noticed it's an obvious thing. It's so super... don't understand how they haven't thought we should probably put a warning on this. Like there's no, there was no warning labels or anything on boxes as far as I'm, as the far as I'm aware. Use of the lights that in such a way, like you mentioned, is used in the same way by um, professionals to induce seizures. So... Yeah, it's got similar similar pattern patterns and 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 ideology behind what they use to trigger yeah. seizures in testing these things on a medical level. And it's like, well, how can you put that in your game? You've probably done some research on this, and they're not put a warning label on it. Yeah. Um. So you know that for starters. Okay. My second gripe with it is the the amount of bugs have that it has come out with. Um, yeah. Okay. It, so, and yeah. I understand games coming out with issues, but a lot of these. I'm sorry, but a lot of these issues are things that should have been detected at a, a pre-release level 
Um, especially on the console side of things, people are seeing significant frame drops, significant stuttering, significant freezing, significant okay. texture issues, weird shit appearing where it shouldn't, you know, weird tree, little trees appearing in little spots. Just lots of people weird... Random composing characters in places they shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, people phasing through walls. Like, and here's just... the thing. I don't know what the process was in development. It obviously was tough because they've delayed a few times. But the fact that they've delayed a few times surely must warrant the fact that, that oh, they've noticed that the game isn't as perfect as it might have been. They've delayed it how many times now? It's been delayed, so I, I don't know. It, it, I've lost it, and that's no exaggeration. It's been delayed so many times, and yeah. even before COVID, it was delayed. So yeah. they can't keep using COVID as an example of why this game has got bugs. Um, even on PC, even on PC, it's not optimized properly. I've seen, I've seen uh, video footage and evidence from streamers and, and people just playing the game who have high rig, high end rigs that can run anything struggling to run this game. It's poorly optimized. It's poorly made. And for the amount of times it's been delayed, you would think at least hope, try and try and wonder why they haven't patched any of these out like again understand no game is released perfectly if it is it's been a godsend but games can have bugs but there's difference between bugs and bugs that are game breaking and crash and freeze your game i was gonna say make they, it they, run at like 12 fps but even the bugs right forget the bugs that are you know the, the, some of this stuff isn't bugs like weird textures appearing in spots and yeah and and characters yeah, just it's... phasing through walls are things that should yeah. be detected at like a testing level you know some things can't be detected until it's out in the public you know um little bugs will happen uh you know the examples with for example i play a lot of destiny as we all know you know that when they release the new uh stasis ability once it's out in public in things like crucible and that they start finding there's issues because it's yeah. out there in the i understand that but like texture issues and 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 assets appearing where they shouldn't even have been uh, they're not bugs caused by gameplay they're bugs that you've or or, or just lazy development that has just mm-hmm. not been dealt with you and haven't efficiently been... evaluated your product you've just gone yeah it kind of looks good oh oh there's a tree that shouldn't or a whole heap of little trees that have a bit that was the biggest one there was like uh, floating yeah. trees in front of a door or and whatever in a room and in around. a room and it's like why are there trees here okay but first you're so not but that's the other thing they're not intentional but why are they there because they just yeah. look like an, an, a layer or an asset that was put in and then just never taken out um i don't understand okay so the game was also released on on top of the consoles it was released on the new gen it was also released on xbox one uh, x and playstation 4. Mm-hmm. the optimization for those consoles is some of the worst i've ever seen for a game my argument if you're going to release a game Release it on, well, it needs to be optimized first of all, but on systems that can run the game. Don't release it for a console if it's not going to run the game as intended. Ignore the fact that there's bugs and glitches and all that shit, which is inexcusable how much Cyberpunk actually has. Um, And even with the epilepsy thing as well, Xbox One X and PlayStation 4, because of these optimization issues, probably even without them, struggle to run the game and they shouldn't have been released for those consoles period in my opinion i get yeah xbox one x and ps4 still has a lifespan they're still going to be played i still have my xbox one s for god's sake and that i brush off the dust on that every now and then but like it's not 
It's not. I'm. I, I'm speaking from a gaming, a gamer standpoint. I'm not a game developer. It can't be too difficult to know what platform you want to release a game on and optimize for that platform. That's why I get really miffed when a game has optimization issues because if you're making a game for a platform, it needs to be playable on that platform. Yeah, so exactly. Why? Even on PS5 and Xbox Series X, yes, I did new. But even before they were released, developers have been ready to release a game on the console on launch day because they've known what they're working with. Even after the console's been released, they've been out for, like, what, two months now, two or three months? Yeah. For Cyberpunk to then be released, be delayed over and over again, they've had a lot of time to know what working hardware and software-wise. For it to then be so poorly optimised and so poorly run, mm. again, I get when a game has bugs, but that's just inexcusable. That that's not how it should have been released, and yeah, you would have pissed a lot of people off. But delay it again, delay it as long as needed. Don't crunch down trying to release a game, release it in the shit that it's in, and expect people to want to play it. It's no. Yeah. And even to the point of not putting in an epilepsy warning. That's such a simple thing to do. It's 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 awful. It's just yeah. Optimization is poor and it's inexcusable. Is how with how bad it is. 12 the, FPS on PS4 and Xbox One. The other thing, and this is the last thing I want to talk about, is there are se- severe concerns about the nature of some of the... Uh... Okay, so the fact that you can create male characters with female parts and and and, female, and vice versa that's not an issue i don't have a problem with that i think that's fantastic it, it gives diversity and everything else but there's there's a problem with that and that's the exploitation of that um there's also a specific ad in the game like a like it's a made ad for the game like it's not an ad for a product um I feel like, yeah i feel like about trigger warning for um yeah to me it's <sighs> Project CD, what is it? What are they called again? Project CD Project Red. CD Project Project Red have had a history of issues with this topic, um, and unfortunately, it has also somewhat spewed into this game. Um, in the 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 artist is trying to justify it uh, as uh, what was the exact words here? Um, the artist oh, is trying to uh, justify it as a reflection of a dystopian state of a world. Yes. Um, but to me, it's just, uh, the, the concern is that it's reeking of fetishism as, as opposed to trying to represent something in this game, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. and the, the art is very, uh, obviously a, 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 a trans, uh, character or, uh, being used in the advertisement, um, presenting as female, um, but with a penis and instead of just being sort of like, it's obviously exaggerated and that's the issue here um it's not been handled well um and a lot of i was just about to get to that and a lot of the they were promoting it as like you can be very free with your character and how you design it it's actually not as free as they were originally promoting yeah um it has some limitations from what i hear um and I believe voices is one of them is an issue is that you can pick a male character. Hang on, let me rephrase that. You can make your character uh, present as say the opposite gender, but you can't change the voice, for example, if you wanted yeah. to, 
which is like, well, that's not really kind of fitting you being open with the whole transgender thing. It's kind of like, okay, you can slap a penis on this character or a vagina and then, okay, that's good enough. And it's like, well, no. Yeah. If you're going to be open about how you want people to be able to present their characters exactly how they want to and, and make it like, you know, you can be this uh, free with how you design, you, you actually haven't. You've, you've almost given trolls a chance to just make hideous creations and mock transgender people. And that's what makes me really angry about how they've handled yeah. this. Um, and then to then to come out and go like, no, nah, it's just re representing a dystopian world. It's like, well, no, you're still you're still kind of just throwing transgender people under the bus to some degree with how you've done this. Like, it's not quite no, hitting the mark. It's, it's CD Projekt Red how they've handled uh, has been very poor. Um, I want to address a comment that was made in chat just now by Pineapple um, to say to release it on PC first, then later on. That even on PC it's not properly optimized. Yeah, they, they, not... this game this game was not ready to launch. No, this game was not ready. They the way they've approached things is wrong. The way they've advertised things is wrong. The way they've responded to things, some of some of it is okay, but it's way too slow. Um even they should have known in the first place. The things have implemented since the game, they should have known. If they were to stick with their guns, they should have known it would have caused issues. And I get an art for I get it's an art for and pushing certain things forward, that's fine. But like there's there's ways of doing it tastefully. Mm. And C D Project Red have not done that. No. And it's it's this game was hyped up to be this amazing game that it as advertised. And it just isn't. It just it isn't hasn't that game. it hasn't hit the mark in the Everything they claimed they were going to do, they haven't quite nailed it. It it yeah. it, it lacks polish. It lacks um, uh, finalization. Um, it it is over hyped and under delivering for a lot of things. And people, some people look. If you're enjoying the game, you know that's that's fine. This is just my opinion. Um, uh, but no, and the, the 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 transgender issue is is something that in this day and age, I mean, at any stage, in it should not be an issue. But in this day and age, where you know uh, acceptance and 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 uh, and uh, promoting positivity about uh, different people and how they uh, live their lives is something that's so important. Um, yeah. And you know, Aura Guardians pride themselves on inclusivity. A lot of our uh, members of our stream team and community are LGBT, um, and that's hi, hi, <laughs> um, you know, uh, and, and that and that's so important to us as as a, as a stream team. So you know, this is very this is very strongly resonating with a number of people um, on the team and on, in the community, and it was something I wanted to address as not acceptable from my perspective. I mean, there are some people in the transgender community who were sort of like, you know, it doesn't affect me um but there are some people who it has and and, yeah. and and you know and that i guess that, that can't be ignored no um so hopefully um i would like to see that they learn something from this but given their history they would have yeah um but it was something i wanted to address uh i got hounded a number of times on my streams about talking about this game and i was just like i just don't want to um and I finally was like, look, if you want me to talk about it and give my personal views on why I have issues with this game, 
I think that the aura cast is probably the best form for that. Yeah. Um, because it is a bit more of a serious environment. Well, okay, we won't use the word serious, but we have our serious discussions amongst the stupidity, yeah. and it's it's something that you know I think had to be addressed. Um. So but yeah. One thing we want to put out as well, like we say this every now and then, but especially with topics like this, we'd love to know what you think so like that's why we stream this so we can see people's reactions and what they think live as we do it um we have the like comment section on youtube and everything we yeah. have i'm sure different a few different services i'm not too well versed in them but i'm sure some of them have like oh, um, absolutely. pages and comment sections so yeah. like if, if feel free to get involved and sh share your opinions with things like regardless of what your opinion is because i know i know a few people on twitter and everything uh even people that i speak to every now and then who are enjoying the game, and that's perfectly fine. Like from a gameplay standpoint, if you're enjoying the game, because some people, uh, purely on the bug side, aren't getting anywhere near as many as other people are. Yeah. While that's unfortunate, some people are. Some people are still able to play the game. A lot of people are, and if you're enjoying it, that's perfectly fine. Um, there are there are things in the game, as we've just discussed, where some people will not want to or are not interested anymore to play the game because of these reasons, and I feel like that's something that should also be respected as well. It's not. It's not going to be a. Um, it's never going to be a. Oh, it's not as bad as you think. Yeah. It's the worst thing in the world. It's not either side. Um, it's a discussion at the end of the day. And if you enjoy the game, and you don't see a problem with playing it, and you want to play it, or even if you do see a problem with it, but as a game you enjoy it, go nuts, enjoy it. <laughs> like, feel free to stream it. Feel free to do videos. Do your own. Me personally, I mean, I, I wasn't interested in it anyway. Um, but especially now, I'm definitely not going to rush to play it, or if at all. Um, I know B says not going to stream it either, but not, there's no bad blood to people that do. Yeah, and everyone... if, if, if even people on our stream team, like if people want to stream it, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed to that. Like the, 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 My final thought on all of this before we wrap up um, is that in regards to anyone's opinion, I have no problem with people having opinions, obviously. I think that that's what makes the world go round. I think that everyone yeah. is entitled to having their own thoughts and feelings and, and about anything. If they want to do the same thing, it'll be boring. The most important thing is that it's done in a respectful way and that it's done in a way that you can have a friendly, healthy discussion without it being a slinging match or a nasty, awful experience where people walk away feeling just like crap. If you can have a friendly yeah. discussion with a different difference of opinion... There's nothing wrong with that, um, but the moment it turns into a slinging match and 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 uh, treating people disrespectfully, then I I have no tolerance for that, and it's yeah. not it's not welcome if that makes sense. So we push for open discussion here on Oracast and in general. So that's why again love to see people's opinions, and I'm always happy to have an open discussion, a mature discussion about anything opinion wise, even if I share an opposite opinion. Because it's fun and interesting to know where other people stand on these sides of things. Um, and if you have to have a mature discussion, then it makes, it, <laughs> makes it a lot more interesting having a discussion with someone who doesn't have the patience. Exactly. Um, but yeah, just it, it's, play the game if you want to. It's, it's yeah. not going to impact us. But yeah. That's a good point to wrap up, I guess. So, <laughs> uh, so, as always, if you have missed parts of the AuraCast or missed previous episodes, or if you miss future episodes, there's more than one way you can view this. Uh, obviously, we broadcast live 
basically every week, unless there's a, yeah. a reason not to, uh, at 6 p.m. CET, uh, which is 5 p.m. Uh, British Standard Time, uh, Summertime? Standard GMT, time. At the moment, yeah. GMT. I don't know. You've got lots yeah. of different time zones. Yeah, we've got two different time zones, um, depending on if. But the same time every week, so this time's yeah. roughly. Uh, we also put the archived videos up onto YouTube, which you can find uh, as well, and it is available in an audio format on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Um, if you want to support the AuraCast or the team, you can actually subscribe to this channel. We do have a, a wonderful little AG fam emote, um, and we also have a hype emote. We actually do have yeah. two two emotes, um, and all that money goes back into being able to do some amazing things for uh, our stream team and community. Uh, on top of all that, you can follow uh, AG on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow myself and Cinder on Twitter. Um, we both are streamers as well. Um, and uh, there's the emotes in the chat as Matthias is showing off. Um, um, a, li a little note on that. Uh, me personally, I will not be till probably the start of next year. Yeah. Um, I uh, went on a, a hiatus type of thing near the start of November, and I'm just extending it until 2021. I'm just going to have a chill time, um, enjoy my Christmas here, because people know this is not where I normally live. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to enjoy my Christmas, going to have a great time, and I'll be back. Um, at the start of next year, so yeah, you will see Cinder on the Aura cast, though. He will be on the Aura yes. cast unless, unless something happens, of course, or I get yeah. sick of him and yeet him out the front door. Yeah, um... or unless <laughs> Cinder out does come into fruition, in which case, been fun. Um, um, so other than that, I guess that's about it. Uh, if you want to join the Discord, you can also join the AG Discord, everyone's welcome there. Um, and we are going to be working on a whole heap of stuff for 2021. Uh, so the AuraCast will continue to go on through the holiday season unless it falls on Christmas or a new year, which I actually haven't looked. I'm going to have a quick look now. Um, uh, ooh, uh, uh, the 26th probably won't happen. We'll probably skip that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a little tricky. I don't know if that's going to be a good thing. So next week will be the last one before the Christmas break, and then we should be back on the 2nd of January, all things prevailing, obviously. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh that's it for t tonight um thank you for watching we will see you next week uh we'll probably be talking about a whole heap of random shit next week because the game awards has been uh it's over thank christ <laughs> it's, it's been wrapped up uh oh. but uh yeah uh most importantly um be safe uh wherever you are in the world the world has been a very rough place for 2020 at this point um, we've only got a few more weeks of this year and hopefully 2021 will start doing a little bit of an upslide because I think people need it. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so anyway, this has been Dragon Base. Bring Cinder, bring back Generation 4. Remake. Oh, for fuck's yeah. sakes. Let it go. <laughs> oh my God, let it go. I'll do it every oh, week. Every I was going to say, oh God, it's going to be a never-ending story. Oh. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we'll see you next week. All right, bye guys. Take care. Oh.